All right. Hey, yo, pilot. What's cracking? How are we doing today? <clears throat> All right. So let me know if the audio is terrible or anything. I'm trying out a different microphone. Just wanted to play around a little bit. So, uh, hey. All right. So, how are you guys? Hey, Cliff Singer. How are you doing? Got them all cut, not just one. They're getting a little, a little out of control. All right, let's see here. So, mostly just want to uh, get on here and try out this microphone. Going to be a quick one. I'm bushed. Ugh. Yeah, dad joke of the year. I mean, that's all I got to do between the hours of you know, like 5 p.m. and 10 p.m. <clears throat> so, a little bit happening in the news today. I wanted to read a little bit about this earthquake. Uh, let's see if I can share this thing out. Hmm, so I haven't uh, caught up a whole lot on, on it. You know, just a little bit of scrolling through here, but pretty gnarly. Hmm. Was it a 7.8? 7.8, there it is. 4.17 local time, just north of Turkey's Gaziantep, near the Syrian border, per the, per the USGS, uh, Randy Marsh, a.k.a. 4,000 deaths before the end of the night? Good God. Mm. Second earthquake, 7.5, struck around the same area Monday afternoon. Golly. At least 2,300 people have died in 10 of Turkey's provinces, and almost 15,000 others were injured. <clears throat> mm. So there were reports of tremors being particularly destructive in opposition-held areas of, north of northwestern Syria, where millions of people displayed <coughs> people, I guess, were just have been displaced. By the war, by, <coughs> excuse me. Crisis within multiple crises. Uh, yeah. An earthquake during a war, man. Mm. National Security Advisor Jake Sully, then said in an email statement that the U.S. was profoundly concerned by reports of the destructive quake and stood ready to provide any and all assistance needed. Anthony Blinken. <laughs> Blinked confirmed that the initial assistance response from the U.S. was already underway. I like that nickname, Blinked. Make your eyes blink. A Blinken. Yeah, that's Jerry's joke. I can't I can't appropriate that one though, but I, I like the uh, little typo here from Axios. Blinked. <laughs> <laughs> I 
terrible. Where was the uh, site of the uh, site of Syria? Earthquake. I want to see it on a map. I was hoping to see like the epicenter. Hmm. Let's check out old CNN here. Prepare your prepare your eardrums if this thing plays. Hopefully, it's not terrible. output I thought I don't know what's going on can't hear it hmm. oh well can you all hear it we'll see. Yeah. I don't think there's really much to say about that. <clears throat> Alright, let's see. I want to talk more about uh, the balloons. Singer, I got a feeling their buildings probably just aren't quite up to uh, standards, but 7.8 is a pretty big earthquake too, though. Hmm. Hold on one second. Got to take care of some children. Stand by. So the balloons, I think the last time I was on here, I was giving the Chinese way too much uh, benefit of the doubt. I guess I learned my lesson there. <clears throat> it appears these definitely were spy balloons. He started following that Jeff Jackson guy on Instagram and really like him. He just got appointed to armed services. Kimmy, oh, oh, he did. Good. I hadn't seen that. Yeah, that he's he's awesome. I like him. He's uh, I, I like his the uh story you know or the that he's pretty much live tweeting everything that he uh the process of becoming a congressman it's pretty interesting <clears throat> i i would love to get to meet him i'll be in dc next 
next month and I get to do a tour of the Capitol. That would be awesome to get to uh, get to meet him. I wonder if his offices are in the same building as uh, uh, the Congress, the congressman that I'm going to be visiting. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, yeah, he's learning about the balloons for sure. I need to check in on him, see if he's <clears throat> see uh see what his latest post is. Check on Twitter. Uh, I wonder if, where's the Instagram? Do it for the gram. M1 Abrams, <laughs> the the uh, little snippets that always he always looks surprised in them. <laughs> uh, are these in chronological orders? I'm not sure. I right, let's see. I don't want to sign in right now. Uh, I'll sign in later. All right, <clears throat> December 22nd. Okay, here we go. No, this was five days ago. Uh, you said he got appointed to, uh, to the Armed Services Committee. Armed Services. He's in the, um, Guard, isn't that right? The National Guard, I believe, for his state, North Carolina. So that makes sense. Hold on, let me see if this audio is working. Yeah, I gotta do something about this audio. It's not working like it's supposed to. Hmm. Eh, I'll figure it out later. I can't hear in the music or anything like I used to be able to. I don't know why. <clears throat> Output's fine. What's going on? Oh well, I'll screw that later. Yeah, I bought a new uh, a new microphone. I just like snagged a hell of a deal on it. Somebody was selling it on Facebook for thirty bucks. It's a Yeti Blue, and I know they're you know they're cheap for a good microphone, but thirty dollars. I was like, hell, that's a good deal. Came with a nice hard case and everything, so I just snatched it up. I don't want to sign into Instagram right now though. Do I have to sign in to be able to see that? Yeah, you got yours for 60 bucks too. I, it's okay. It's actually a little more sensitive than I was kind of hoping. I really actually liked my headset. I might just go back to it. It's a Corsair. But it, I really like the way it sounded. I just kind of got tired of wearing it all the time. And like I said, I just saw this for 30 bucks, so I snatched it up. <clears throat> all right. Jeff Jackson. So... Guess I'm gonna have to sign in to Instagram or sign up for Instagram. I guess I really didn't want to. <clears throat> How can I? I was hoping to be able to see it like on uh, what you call it, TikTok. Do you have to sign in to see the tick the ticker talkers?
Yep. I had a lot of reporters nice. last week call me wanting to do an okay. interview, and I turned I them all down. And um, this isn't gonna work. I gotta figure out how to how the hell to be able to hear this. Okay. And here's why. The same day we announced that we were sending M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine, I was appointed to the Armed Services Committee. I didn't think I was going to get armed services because I'm just a freshman, but another member encouraged me to apply and said that I would have a chance because I'm currently in the National Guard. So last week I'm having dinner at my desk, eating a taco, and I get a text message that I have just been appointed to armed services. And then things started to happen very quickly. Military leadership reached out to schedule meetings, staff reached out to schedule briefings, and I know this sounds strange, I was invited to meet a king, like a king of a country? So that was different. I had met no kings, and now I've met one. Then there's the press. Because the appointment was made right when there was this announcement about sending tanks to Ukraine, they all start asking my opinion. The thing is, in this moment, it's not my job to have a bunch of opinions. It's my job to take the time to develop informed opinions. And it just so happens that I now have access to a vast amount of information. Over the last week, I've been reading congressional reports detailing the full scope of our military assets, long-term plans for their evolution, and models for different budgetary choices that we can make. I've read hundreds of pages, and I have barely scratched the surface. Coming soon, there will be classified briefings and the opportunity to talk to people with very high security clearances. And yes, all the classified material will stay in the room. In the room. And I wish I could go back and tell Private Jackson while he's at basic training in Fort Sill, Oklahoma, scrubbing the bathroom floor with a toothbrush every Sunday with the rest of the platoon, that someday he'd be on the Armed Services Committee because it would completely blow his mind. I had a lot of reporters last week call me wanting to do an interview, and I turned them all down, and here's why. <laughs> That's pretty good. Some He's got uh, somebody's mixing his videos in good, yeah. He's got the uh, tie loosened up a little. He, he's, you know, he's relaxed now. He's on a committee. He's good. You swore of all D's and R's last election and plan on doing that going forward, but if I had a chance to vote for this guy, I would. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> I really like him. He, he seems like he just, you know, has the D by his name because he kind of has to put something there, so that's cool. He just, he's sensible. Other than uh, the only thing that I think he doesn't have much sense on is, I think he said he had um, a 2015 Ford Fusion that he still had like a few years to pay on. It's like, damn. <laughs> but then I remember how, how damn high uh, used car prices are now. So even though it's seven years old, I could definitely understand that, I guess. But <clears throat> ah, Stupid audio. I got to figure this shit out. That's going to drive me nuts. I'm assuming he bought it used. I don't know. Surely he's not still paying on a 2015 Fusion. I think it was 15. It may have been the 17, though. I, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, my uncle just bought a, a new a new truck, and he, I, I can't remember what he said he paid for it, but his payments, seven-year term, like $916 a month. I was like, holy shit. That is insane. All right, what is this broccoli one? <laughs> yeah, about 85 grand. I just, I was like, damn, dude. Look, politics is very serious business. And I know we have to find a way to reach new audiences and younger audiences. But we should make sure there's a baseline level of seriousness. Uh, the audio is not very good on that video for some reason. Yeah, trucks... 
I mean, whatever he wanted. I mean, he's got the money to spend on it. So, no, no idea why in God's green earth, but whatever. It's his money. Uh, yeah, this dude's pretty cool. I like him. Let's go. Let's go read about him a little bit. A little bit. Promotes transparency. Looks like Mayor Pete there, doesn't he? Let's, let's see if I can get these side by side here. I can't do it. But yeah, he looks like Mayor Pete quite a bit. There's Jackson. Mayor Pete. Jackson. Mayor Pete. Have we seen these guys in the same room together? Uh, yes, Congressman Jeff Jackson represents portions of Mecklenburg and Gaston counties in the House of Representatives. I think I read this before on air, but yeah, he's a pretty interesting dude. I like him. Yeah, he's a bit of a rail in comparison. Hmm. <clears throat> Let's see, I would take, I would say call me, but I'm not sure it would work with the way I got my shit all screwed up here. Hold on a second. Ah, there we go. Fixed it. Let me try this video again, see if I can hear stuff. When does the insider Yay, training start? I've been doing these updates now. since I got elected to Congress, Good. and that is a question I get a lot. When I say a lot, I mean a lot, a lot. Hmm. And I Let's go back. All right, let's look at some of his other videos. This was good. I think I I'm talked about new to Congress and recently. This is the one I talked about. I think last time I talked about this dude, where he bumped into somebody and uh, just assumed they're an asshole, based on the persona that the person cultivates. Yeah, I got something totally wrong, and I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do differently going forward because of what I got wrong. I was on the House floor watching a debate on a bill and standing towards the back waiting to vote. I was standing in this little walkway that runs along the edge of the chamber. It's really narrow and you tend to bump into people when you're back there. And I bumped into a member of Congress I had never met before. But I knew this person by reputation and it was not good. I had seen them on TV and Twitter and it was clear this was not someone I was going to be able to work with. But it's important to be polite, so I put out my hand and said, Hi, I'm Jeff Jackson. I'm the new guy from North Carolina. And then we <laughs> talked for 20 minutes. This person is brilliant. Their knowledge of the issues, their knowledge of their district, the things they had done to try and help people back home were all really impressive. The more we talked and the more issues we touched on, on the more I found myself thinking, well, we could work together on that and on that here? and that. It was the single most memorable conversation I've had since getting sworn in because there was just a massive gap between who I thought this person was and who they turned out to be. Now, for some reason, this person has decided to cultivate an image that is completely different from who they actually are so it's not like my assumption was unjustified. 
but it was still wrong. I got them wrong. And that's the kind of mistake you can pay a big price for when you're entering a divided Congress. And in order for me to get anything done, I have to be able to find common ground with lots of other people. And unlikely allies can still be allies, at least on certain things. So here's what I'm going to do going forward. I'm going to put all of my assumptions about people here on hold until I've had a chance to meet with them personally. I was wrong about one person, so I could be wrong about someone else. And if any of my coworkers in Congress are watching this and you want to join me and Name names, damn it. I don't know who it was. This place start fresh, stop by any time. My office is 1318 Longworth. Would love to see you. Man or woman? I'm going to say it was Mar Mar uh, MTG. Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's who it was. He kept saying it, person. He didn't want to say... Uh, man or woman, which leads me to believe he was uh, protecting that it was a woman because there's fewer women in Congress. So by process of elimination, somebody, a woman on the opposite party that has cultivated a uh, persona that he thinks is uh, that way, I'm going to say MTG. Won't last long in Congress. Either he'll get run out or he'll become a different person. I don't know. <clears throat> the uh going viral and you know he it, th that's kind of his shtick i guess so you know like mtg was kind of an asshole so <laughs> this is his shtick so he's he's uh, he's got instant fame from it so i think he'll i think he'll stick around yeah yeah pilot you're right if he raises money he'll be fine and i think this is the key to him raising money <clears throat> Maybe he'll be contagious. That would be nice. That would be nice. Ooh, yeah. Watch his, watch his monies. Okay, let's see. Uh, real quick. I am wanting to wrap it up before too long. I'm getting kind of tired. But I just wanted to hop on for a little bit to see what's going on. Test out the new mic. I guess everything sounds good. Don't forget, he's also going to get to see unvarnished truth on the world. Opinions change quick sometimes when all your stupid beliefs are in the toilet. Yeah, and God knows what kind of, um, you know, top secret information he's privy to now. I got a feeling once you get a peek behind the curtain and a lot of that stuff, it probably changes you as a person too. A lot of things that you thought are held true. Are probably shown to uh, not necessarily be as you thought they were. <clears throat> All right. Well, does anybody want to call in real quick, test this mic thing out or not? Otherwise, I'm gonna have to shut this thing down. Okay, we got pilot calling in. Good deal. Fire it in here. Uh, if you call and you don't hear me talking, it may be a audio issue on my end but we'll get it figured out here we go caller go ahead are you there uh, hey there you are can hear you oh I thought I could hmm uh, I am. I got no audio. If you can hear me, I can't hear you on the phone. You can't hear me. This is a bummer, and oh. I don't like it. Disregard. Not. You can hear me. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Hold on. It's me. I cannot. Hold on. 
Yeti, 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 yeah, default mic. How about now? There, hey, yep. look at that. I had to change it I in. The, uh, earbuds in. Had to change it in Google Voice. Uh, okay. Let's see. I think we're all good there, though. Let me see. Check, check. There'll be a little noise in the background, but I'll keep the earbuds in if you want. I can listen in. Uh, no, it was it was me. It wasn't you. It was definitely me. Rock and roll. Okay. Yep. So, what's up? How are you doing today? Oh, doing good. Actually, uh, got in the gym some today with the uh, kettlebells. So, Ooh, what'd you sore. do? Yeah. Uh, I did some deads. Uh, the big thing is getting that arm, you know, from the surgery, getting that arm working again right. So, yeah. I did a lot of uh, the band stretching for the right arm, uh, kind of like baseball throws and over the shoulders. I uh, got up to 30 on the kettlebells with the over the shoulders. That felt good. Um, you know, and then the uh, swings. Uh, Did you say 30 pounds on that? Yeah, yeah, 30 aside. That's pretty good, though, for, I mean, considering everything going on, right? I know. it's Well, it's up from 20. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, I didn't do it. I, I should have done a Turkish uh, lift, you know, when you get up off the Turkish get-up, uh, and I didn't. I did, shoot, I'll do that tomorrow. Hey, you're going to be sore as shit that, tomorrow. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've been, you know, I've been going light. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I've been doing okay with it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's light. good. Um, yeah, just trying to get that arm working. I don't want to overdo one side or the other, but uh, it, nothing really hurts like it did. Like, it's not, it's working. Everything's working. It's getting better. It's getting stronger. Well, that's what, yeah, it sounds like it's coming like it's supposed to. It is. Yeah, no, I should have no restrictions. Just uh, scar damage, scar tissue damage is uh, scar tissue tightness. Like on uh, and then oh yeah from the big the gaping hole that was breaking loose of the uh of the muscles so i've been getting a lot of mo mo uh, muscle uh you know flexibility back yeah just the strength isn't there because the arm didn't get used very much for like six months yep 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 strength and flexibility we'll right you bet yeah well, that's cool though um, that's good though you get a chance to uh to get a chance to listen to that tape for the uh, austin stuff for the what did you get a chance to listen to that Austin uh, Near Miss tape? Oh, yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> that was crazy. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, we could do that. Let's see, that was, uh, that was FedEx in Southwest. Is that right? It was, yeah. Southwest, what, 708, something like that? FedEx, yeah. something or other. Let's see, who's got the Southwest best audio here? Seven taken off a runway 818 left out of Austin, and uh, a FedEx 76 inbound uh, doing a cap tree approach because the low biz into uh, 18 left. So here, let's here it is. FedEx cargo jet and a Southwest Airlines plane. Air traffic control giving FedEx permission to land, and soon after giving the okay for Southwest to enter that same runway. Ooh, so it was ATC. Well, that's. But less than oh, is that what the, oh, did they did the NTSB come out with an early on suggestion? Uh, I don't know. They didn't say, but I was just watching this news report from Good Morning America, and I mean, it sounded like the tower. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be tough to get the ATC controller out of the blame on this one. Now, yeah. The FAA, the NTSB, all well, the NTSB first, but the FAA is gonna be like, well, these guys know that it's protected areas. How did you know? Even though the clearance was a bad clearance, how did they let them out? How did those guys accept a clearance onto the runway? Um. You know, I have been talking to, like, my coworkers and just saying, like, you know, take yourself back 
you know, to, before this happened, do you think you'd have the presence of mind to say no to that clearance because you're thinking about the the critical area for the guy landing? Or, or you know, for most of us, we're thinking about our flight, what we're doing. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Does he even know that, that there's somebody coming like that? He would hear him over the radio, He but he wouldn't know it's a Cat 3. Like, unless he was listening, he wouldn't have. But, I mean, someone listening in on the approach frequency, you would know they were requesting a Cat 3. Um, what does that and mean? if he was on the radio early enough, he might hear, uh, well, no. He might hear a guy clear to land, but unless FedEx checked in and said, hey, we're Cat 3. What does Cat 3 um, mean? Oh, sorry. Cat 3 is Category 3. So, and, and keep in mind that Category 3, there's an A, B, and a C, but let's just talk about Cat 3 C. Okay. Uh, category 3 approach is a auto land uh, zero zero landing so you need zero visibility zero uh, ceilings now they had a thousand uh, and then they had 600 in the mid which mm-hmm. is controlling because uh, the lowest and then they had like 1200 on the end of the runway mm-hmm. um, but the midpoint the touchdown in the midpoint the lower of the two it depends on your book but for my company the lower of the two is going to uh, create the the minimum so we're down to 600 essentially for the approach. So we need a cat three approach. Now you can look at like a cat. If you do the cat two, whatever the Southwest calls it, they have a uh, forward looking infrared on the cone of those airplanes. And so do many of the FedEx airplanes. So you could actually do a, a HUD cat two and have the visibility to land because you'd be able to see the runway through the forward looking infrared. And that might be what tower was thinking Maybe that's what the guy was thinking about. Oh, he's he's doing a Cat 3. It's FedEx. He's using the HUD. Uh, he's not thinking, you know, that, that guy isn't going to be thinking about the protected area. But you still can't issue the clearance to get another airplane inside that critical area. Yeah, I, Here's wouldn't, why. I wouldn't think so. Right. Have you yet had a, have you yet done an ILS approach for fun with the uh, no. instructor? No, uh-uh, no. Well, someday when you do, um, or sometime when you're playing with it, you have it dialed up. When you see a runway going, or when you see an airplane cross the runway in uh-huh. front of you, you will see that local lights are drift left and right as the uh, uh, radio radio waves are bending around that metal aircraft. Right, there's no way around it. It's a metal aircraft. Um, uh, you are going to affect the magnetic waves. Okay. So the glide slope, the uh, depending on how close you are to the glide slope, you may really goof up the glide slope. But the localizer certainly is going to go left and right on you. Mm. So you tell a plane to take off, the FedEx, which are, the FedEx guys are 900 foot to touch. So they're 900 foot from landing, three miles out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tower controller gives clearance to take off. The uh, first officer on the uh, FedEx plane keys in and says, uh, are we still clear to land? <laughs> in other words, asking, did I miss something? Did you just put him in the pr- protected area? And the tower goes, yep, you're clear to land. And he says, Okay. And I know what happened. He looked over at the captain and says, am I missing something? That seems wrong. And the captain probably said, continue. I, I think we're okay. That, that's the only way that would happen, right? Yeah. But then you get down close. You're about to touch down. And you see an airplane in front of you, 1,000 feet away. Um, by the time you react and get the power up, you're within 100 feet. Yeah, then we're off to the races. So, so it sounds yeah. So just reading through this, it sounds like they tried to get Southwest to abort, but it was too late. Well, yeah, you can't. 
you can't call another aircraft. That was the FedEx guy. His concern was if they yanked it off the ground, oh. they were going to climb right up into him. Depending yeah. on like that, that was a Southwest 73700. Okay. So that is a light airplane to begin with, with mm -hmm. 22,000 pounds of thrust up the side. So it's going to climb quick. Oh, rape day. Yeah. So, yeah, I under FedEx is the FedEx FO is freaking out like, oh my god, we're gonna we're gonna miss him. We're gonna live through the first part, and then he's gonna take off and climb right into us. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they had so him go. go oh my god, aboard. That's why they had yeah. him uh, go left, right? FedEx. That's, yeah. Well, actually, I think the the Southwest went right. The Southwest yeah. saw what was going on. They sidestepped to the right, which was pretty smart move yep um fedex was just you know just trying to survive yeah uh a go around is not a fun procedure in the sim it's really not fun when you just had your you know you're, you had to change your shorts because you pooped yourself <laughs> and you know you're trying to dodge airplanes while doing the go around procedure it, tough it's tough slow oh yeah yeah so um i would just say like uh you can see right yeah. right Right about, I mean, I don't know how accurate this is, but you can see the the southwest starts going to the right. Yeah, they were not quite on top of each other mm -mm. Uh, the whole time, like that thing depicted, but certainly uh, too close for comfort. Um, but yeah, southwest uh, southwest sidestep the FedEx is able to get away. Um, but you once you're past V one, which you don't have in those systems, but once you get to like a uh, a multi engine. Uh, with uh, a bounce excuse me, blank. I'm in a, I'm in an archer now. <laughs> oh, thank, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> how do you like that thing? Is that fun? It is. I like it. It's it's uh, it's got more it's power. It's it's uh like the, yeah. uh, you know, compared to the 172, it's heavier on the controls. You know, like it takes more back Absolutely. pressure, but it's it in a good way though. You know, it it just feel it feels sturdier. Yeah. Let me just. You remember when I said that the Cessnas are kind of Tonka toys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, there's a reason people like the Pipers. Yeah. Uh, even though they're very similar weight. Also, truthfully, the Pipers are, uh, the, or excuse me, the Archer. The Archer is a little more uh, stable with the hedral of the wing. Because the the 72s have a little dehedral, but not like the not like those Archers do. And okay. The Pipers do. So it's a little more stable. That's why it's a little heavier forces too, because you're kind of fighting the airplane a little bit. Mm -hmm. But that's good when you're learning. Yeah. You, you know, the positive static or positive stability. Yeah. It's definitely fun. But... All right, man. Well, I'm glad to hear the uh, kettlebells are kicking you in a good way. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to keep, yeah, I got to keep going. But uh, it's better. It's getting better, man. Don't, don't you worry about me. We'll keep working and, you know. I got plenty about old pilot. Anyway, so. Pilot will keep it, Hell keep yeah. it up. Um, <laughs> well, tougher I'll... nails. I'm ten foot tall. Only got a dick bigger than Texas. <laughs> I got her. Well, I'll give you a call later. You can tell me more about it. Not tonight, though. I'm going All to right, bed. <laughs> Have a good one. See ya. Bye. All right, later. The pilot. All right, Cliff Singer. Thanks for the uh, heads up on the volume there. I uh, I don't know what was going on. It it swapped over to the other input for some reason, but. Thanks to you and your heads up, I got it fixed, and I think it sounded better. So thank you very much. Pilot, thanks for calling in. And guys, I'm uh, I'm heading to bed. I am bushwhacked. So um, you all have a good week. Talk to you all later.